What the heck is happening? This is not a prank, is it? This is not real. Well, this it, is it, not real. If it was a real. prank, you would have to be... You guys, I'm going to call Stu. Call Stu right now, I'm yeah. I'm calling Stu. Should I just call Jen and tell her that they just came here? Um, I don't think you should. You guys, what if she's on the run? Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Epping Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Oh my goodness. Come stay, Nathan. <laughs> I am fulfilled. I'm riveted. I'm on the edge of my seat. I was like pausing for you because I didn't want to interrupt you for the once. <laughs> no, I was uh, just assuming you would cut in so I had nothing else to say. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. How I'm, are you feeling? I'm such a Dorit. Um, I'm great. Actually, quickly speaking of Dorit, did you get the Insta message that I sent you? Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, you haven't looked at it? Okay, so yeah. I think it's the Insta account, I Live for Bravo, one of one of the awesome ones I follow. Um, they showed footage from Dorit's house cameras of the dudes breaking, like just the outside footage of being broken into and they're making off with garbage bags full of shit. Well, you know, I'm, I'm hearing rumours uh-huh. that she staged it. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. It. As soon as you said I'm hearing rumours, I'm like, no. Well, someone's saying, I, I don't know where this is coming from. It could all be bullshit. But yeah. someone's saying like the value of the items that they went away with wasn't that high. Well, it was only 100 grand, so... I'm like, look, don't get me wrong. She's never shown that she has a $95,000 purse, but like. She had the plates. Remember the Hermes plates? Yeah, but they weren't grabbing that. You'd be breaking, you'd just be going into her closet and just grabbing whatever you saw. So I she, think, I don't think it's fake, but I do love a conspiracy. I know. I mean, she does wear a lot of Louis Vuitton, right? What's a Louis yeah. Vuitton purse? Like three grand? It's going to take a lot of purses to get to 100K. It's a well, lot of stuff. Well, really apron, the way the Salt Lake girls were carrying on, <laughs> even though they weren't even real. <laughs> oh, my. Who does that? It's she's like, a psycho. It's we'll l- get to it. But, oh, uh, Mary, she's too much. It's like, um, fucking, and I know you don't watch Vanderpump Rules, right? But two mm-hmm. of them just got married. So DJ James Kennedy just proposed to his girlfriend, and he gave her a ring in a Tiffany box, and it wasn't from Tiffany. Oh, no. He kept saying, it's a Tiffany diamond. So, uh, like, so what, someone sold their engagement ring after they got divorced to this jeweler and he's just put it in another setting for him and so, therefore, he feels justified giving her the ring in a Tiffany box. It's like, mate, unless you got a Tiffany receipt, keep the fucking Tiffany boxes at home. Well, you know what? I actually once for a secret Santa with my family, like the limit was $25. Yeah. So I like gave someone a $25 gift card to some shit. Yeah. And then I hid it in an Apple AirPods box. Oh, you and bitch. <laughs> then when they opened it, they were like, oh, amazing AirPods. And I was like, it's a $25 limit. Of yeah. course it's not AirPods. Yeah. Okay. And That's a they, bit different. So that to me is like a jokey kind of thing, which is fine. I know, but they didn't realize. I had to tell them like at the end of the day of Christmas <gasps> Eve, not Christmas no. night, I was, just, I was like, um, they're, they're not actually AirPods. And they were like really disappointed. <laughs> and I was like, what, what the fuck are you thinking? Of course. What truck did they think they fell, fell off and that you were like <laughs> exactly. cool with doing that in front of your fan band? <laughs> So funny. <laughs> Honestly, that person deserves that. Sorry. That's what I thought. Rude. That's rude for you. Then you feel like you've, yeah, sorry. Nah. I know. That... Prank gone wrong. Yeah. Uh, but we're here to talk about what I think is the best episode of Salt Lake ever. I oh, think we're in agreement with that, right? This is probably one of the best episodes of Housewives ever. Two sets of Popo, the NYPD and Homeland motherfucking security. Like, it does not get better than that. When I'm explaining it to someone, which I was today, I had to say that wasn't a joke. No one was in drag. The, it was the actual Popo. And, and there was a lot of them. Oh, my God. There was but two like, sets of policing organizations. Like, <laughs> for, like, I'm just... I mean, even the Zodiac Killer didn't have that many Popo floating around. A hundred. Like, this is my Christmas it, it really is. And I was managing my expectations because I'd heard that next week's going to be amazing. Same. No one really said that this week was going to be that great. So I just assumed we'd be getting cliffhanger. I but thought, they gave us the full 15 minutes. I know. I thought we were just going to get the same thing from the beginning of the season. But we got same. That's extra. What I and you know what? Even if 
the episode ended after the Italian dinner, I would have been like, that's still a good episode. It was still it was still a fun episode, but this just was like, oh, I'm yeah. speechless, Nathan. It was so fucking good. It was so good. So there's it, the whole episode, but it, basically then then you think it's over and they say three days later. And, I know. Oh, chill, chill, as chill, soon chill. as I saw that, I paused it. I went to the bathroom. I went and got me my snacks. Okay, I watched it this morning. I went and got me my breakfast. I do not enjoy eating more than when I'm watching something I really want to watch. It's like my mm-hmm. thing. Yep. So Understood. I made sure I did all that, got all that out the way and sat down and watched it and then went back and rewatched it and wrote notes. Oh, that's the way to do it. So it, let's just talk about the bus because yes. I think that was amazing and we'll, go, we'll circle back later to the rest of the episode, which yes. is still great. Of course. But as soon as we're on that, in that parking lot, getting ready for Vale, we've got the braids. I was like, yep, strap yourself in. Here we go. I know. So we're on the bus yes. in the parking lot of Beauty Lab and Laser. Yes. And we're going to Vale. And a few people didn't show up, but we had enough of the housewives there for, for a nice moment. I didn't feel anybody's absence. I don't know if you felt the same. I just thought how rorted and ripped off would you feel if you were Meredith or Mary? I would be pissed if I missed it. I would be too. Fuck the, the unless unless Mer- Meredith did actually do the tip off. You'd still want to be there. Sorry, You'd I'd want to be, be there. there, and then that way, like no one can, no one can argue it was you. Yeah. So she's on the bus. Yes. And she gets the call, and we get that amazing shot of her eyes to the camera, mm-hmm. which gives me so much serotonin. Oh. And she says, "Hi, baby." Yes, I did. And I'm like, so is it Sharif? Is it one of her kids? Is it one of her gay assistants? I think it's Sharif. That's what I thought. My first thought was it's Sharif. And then I'm like, oh, hang on a sec. What if it's Sharif Jr.? My my theory is, so she she ends up telling the girls that Sharif Sr. has internal bleeding and he's in the hospital. Yes. She gets Whitney to turn off her mic, which I am... So upset with Whitney. About, I know you let way. us down, Whitney. She really did. Um, so I think, though, like to say that your husband has internal bleeding, like to put that out into the universe, is so bad. Oh it, yeah. Maybe if Sharif tipped her off, he sort of gave her permission to say, like, come up with an excuse, say I'm in the hospital or something like that. Yeah. You know? Well, we do know from all reports that Sharif was home because when they got there, she wasn't there. So we know mm. that that was a part of the info that was released. So, yeah, my first thought was, oh, it's Sharif calling her, right? This is how it's going to go down. And then when she says that, I'm like, if he is not in on this, there is a special place in hell for you. That's what I was thinking too. And the way she lied was that she's talking to Heather and she just like said it. And like she, you could hear a bit of rattle in her voice. But, but, she, but it, it was pretty convincing. Well, yeah, and it would definitely equate to – a bad medical emergency because so I because I watched it twice through, I very much noted the ominous music and oh, the contrary to that when Heather's walking like she's exiting Beauty Lab and Laser because girl had to like hang a slash, um, mm-hmm. and then she's giggling, laughing, she's telling Jen how good she looks, how much she loves her hair. And so I'm just watching Jen as he- and uh, as I'm kind of trying to take in what Jen's doing and I'm looking like – because you're trying to see, like, what's she going to say, how she's going to react, mm-hmm. is she going to be believed? But then I'm like, internal bleeding is pretty fucking bad. So it matches yeah. her reaction and she doesn't give anything else away. Like, yes, obviously, in doing what she had to do and hiding it from – supposedly her husband, her kid, everybody, she's obviously a fucking great liar. Pathological, one would say, I would say, yeah. allegedly. And like, I would lie in that situation as well, I assume. But, yes. But, but she just was ready for it. But she gave detail, like internal bleeding, and then just repeated the same line. Yeah, and, like, I would have said heart attack or something, you know, like the obvious thing that comes to your head. I would never in a million years think internal bleeding. And you'd also say you would, one, okay, and, again, we're just passing it and assuming what we would do, which we have no idea, but I would want to be vague 
so that yeah. I could then later say I misunderstood, like, you know, not that you could misunderstand the popo's coming for you slash your husband has had an accident, but I would probably be vague and say something's going on, I don't know, they're freaking out, I've got to go. Mm-hmm. But it, mm-hmm. But that's probably because I'm a bad liar. So, giving something yeah, specific. Yeah, she's doing the whole, the more details you give, the more realistic it sounds. But. Yeah, she gave enough detail for it to be very realistic to the point that the other ladies on the bus are so worried about her that they're considering yeah. not going to Vale. How stupid would you feel if you were one of those chicks on the bus? I'd be pissed. <laughs> I know. And when the producer came on the bus and was like, uh, are you guys really thinking about not going? You can tell the producer was like, come on, guys, you've got to go to fucking Vale. We yeah. don't have a season yet. Yeah, 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 that's true. And then I did love the fact that they were all like, yeah, she can meet us down there. She can catch a plane. One of her eight assistants can drive her. And, like, you can tell that, that they were like, oh, this is never going to make it to camera. We're just we're just chatting in between yeah. filming. Yeah, yeah, I never was, thought like, of it so like that. fun to watch. I know. I love the breaking of the fourth wall. We all do. We, we need we more of do. it. We need a little like, bit more of it. I think we need more of it, and like especially with Melbourne, I think we, I think we could yes. go with a lot more of it. Well, yeah, exactly. Agreed. It's, it's like sort of the most fun to watch. Like we know there's cameras. Like it, let us see the cameras. I know. It's so good. Like it was, this is what I so love great. about the Below Deck because we are filming with the fourth wall. We are on the fourth wall side. So did you watch this week's episode of Below Deck? Just quickly, quickly. Uh, Was that like today? I think so. I was sleeping. No, I haven't seen it. Okay, so I told you I got up ridiculously early. So before we got on the um, record, which is why Nathan's not here, peeps, because I was too tired to have him come in an hour. Nana's got to go to bed. Um, But, yeah, so I've watched the Below Deck and two of the guests – like the guests are maggot drunk and two of them get into a fight and it, one of the guys becomes verbally aggressive. <gasps> so, yeah, it's freaking awesome. You will have a lot of fun watching that this evening. It is good. And that's what it what is. Like below deck, you are a part of the crew. The You know, mm-hmm. it's the upstairs, we're with the downstairs and that's where all the shit gets spilled. Like it's the fourth wall almost. So yeah, good. yeah, I'm looking forward to this that. This is, but, I think, why we love the below decks because we're seeing yeah, behind the I, scenes. I, yeah. So much more interesting. Yeah, and yeah. I just, I just thought of that. Anywho, moving on no, to more important things like but, homeland well, security. Yeah, so she, she's out of there. She tells the story twice. She, which I think I would have been annoyed. Heather was like, "Go in and tell the girls," and I can tell she just wanted to leave. Oh like, yeah. Fuck's sake. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she quickly gives the spiel, then she's, she's out. Yes. She is out of there, and. They said, what, 12 minutes later the police arrived? 12 minutes after Jen Shaw left, exactly. She, I I kind of really wish she was there for the arrest. Oh, my God. They would have put her in handcuffs, dude. Of course you wish she was there for the arrest. She would have been handcuffed on the TV. So good. I'm so glad they were in the car park. Because yes, yes. So, they can film in the car park, right? This, yeah, so this is my question. I was listening to the Danny Pellegrino a little bit and then I realised he was talking about, about this and I generally don't like to listen to him before we record because I don't want to be influenced by what we talk about because, let's face it, fuck has got great points. Um, mm-hmm. But I did listen to it just a smidge and that he was asking is there a, or sort of, you know, thinking out loud if they were filming inside beauty lab and laser would they be allowed to film and i'm like well hang on a second wouldn't heather give consent i don't understand so oh yeah i don't know i don't get it either but let's just say i just thought i'm glad they're out in the car park because they all fit and we've got all the cameras there do you yeah. know what i mean like yeah, it, it was it was great i loved how all the police are sort of swarming around talking to the producers, asking where Jen went. Yes. And the rest of the housewives are just on the bus. And then Heather was like, well, oh. fuck this. I'm going to get out there and ask what the hell's going on. I know. Heather's I like, our Thank gal. You, Heather. Heather. And then I love how she's she's like, what does HSI stand for? And honestly, I wouldn't know either. And then when they said Homeland Security Investigation, oh, my God, did she go silent. <laughs> did she ever? <laughs> like, 
there was there was chatter about them thinking like, is it a prank? Yeah. and it's like this is a lot of people. Heather prank. thought they were strippers. I oh, sorry, not Heather. Whitney thought they were strippers. I love Whitney for that. Yeah, I just loved seeing their reactions in real time, like as they as it dawned on them what was going on. Which I wonder if that's what's next week's episode. I wonder if it's just them on the bus because how long does it take to get to Vale from where they were? I thought I heard someone say a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah, I, I can imagine it's just going to be a huge postmortem and what's going on. I reckon it's going to be them on the bus, mm. them reading articles, them because they're all stuck together. They, I mean, obviously, this is all they're going to fucking talk about. Duh. I know. Yeah, <laughs> and like they all had like little crossword books and things, and I was like, "You're not doing a fucking crossword yeah, you're not doing a fucking no. crossword. <laughs> you're pulling out those snacks that Jen left on the bus. <laughs> you're eat, uh, yep. you eating the bitch's snacks while she's getting questioned down in the police station. <laughs> Why oh, do I, I find so that so funny? Girls, it's so funny. Girls and getting I, questioned, and you, we're eating her snacks. <laughs> Just love that. Someone's got her. I'm so evil. That just tickles me so much. Well, yeah. What did you think? We heard it at the start of the episode, but when Heather was like, should I just call Jen and tell her that they came? And Lisa's like, I don't think you should. Yeah. <laughs> like, so did I you... finally like Lisa now I know. Lisa, this sentence. end of the episode was great. So she was on the Watch What Happens Live. And... Oh, I missed it. How did it go? Well, I think I was just, I was just watching it on the YouTube, which that's probably the one that we're going to get in Australia tomorrow. Okay. Um, and he asks Lisa, like, what did she know? Why would she know that? And she did a Lisa deflect and she's like, I have no idea. It just, like, seemed like the right thing to do at the time. So she's like, I don't know what happened. I was just like, don't call her. Which, fair enough. When the cops are looking for someone, uh, my first instinct, if we're not friends, if we're not besties, my first instinct would not would be like, don't go near it, man, because they, no, of course you wouldn't. That would be like criminal of Heather to give someone who's the police are investigating yeah, like a heads up that they're coming to arrest you. You'd be questioned for conspiracy after the fact or something, right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like no one told her not to, I guess. But also, like, you don't do that. No, I wouldn't <laughs> no, be. T- no I, if I was Lisa, I would have just gone with you. No fucking way. If I was the producer, though, I would have said, shut up, Lisa. Yes, Heather, get her on the phone. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. But um, hell doesn't, yeah. doesn't Lisa um say something else? When... She's going to call Seth. Yeah, that's right. And, and she also said on Watch What Happens Live that she did not get through to Stu, the assistant. Because mm-hmm. she said she was calling Stu, yeah. Um, but no, I think she said something. I think she was the one that first said, this isn't about Sharif. I think I heard yes. her say that. I this has got nothing to do. To twig. Yeah. And then at one point, Whitney's like, she asked me to turn her mic off. And Whitney gives a sort of look to Lisa or or I don't know who she was looking to, but it was I sort of like remember. a look of recognition in her eyes. Being like, like I'm adding two and two together bigger now. than I thought. Yeah. And I can understand Whitney being a bit, you know, sort of shocked and stumped and going and feeling like everything's moving slowly. Do you know what I mean? Like when when Mm -hmm. shit happens like that, you can kind of like it's slow. It's like people when they're in a car accident, they're like it happens really slow and fast at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine that happening. But what I want to know is like she, Jen leaves, like she flees the scene and the guy that dropped her off in her aunt's car was still there or was he the yeah. one calling her and coming back because she leaves and it's the same ute that she arrived in. Yeah, that is odd. I don't know if it's sort of like, you know, when you drop your friend off home and you're like, oh, I'll just wait here till I see you get inside safe. <laughs> Maybe he's like, I'll just wait in the car park till the bus leaves. Yeah, that's strange. Unless, like I it said, he was the strong. one that turned around and said, I'm coming to get you because Sharif's just called me and the cops have just left the house asking for you. That's kind of what I think the timeline is, that they went to her house, couldn't find her. Sharif's gone, you know, this is she's filming. He's her husband. He doesn't have to cooperate, right? I don't know. I don't know how that works. You th- It's weird what you think you know until you have to kind of judge it against real-life events and you're like, oh, I don't technically know. Like, I don't know if he has to cooperate or not. Yeah. I don't, well, there's that joke on Arrested Development 
or something, isn't it? Like a husband and wife can't be tried for the same crime, which I think is the joke, which they can, but yeah. you don't have to testify against your partner or yeah, something? exactly. But am I confusing the fact that you don't have to testify against your spouse? I'm confusing that with you don't have to comply or... Yeah, I uh, think you still have to cooperate with an investigation. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. These are the stupid thoughts I'm having. So, God, we, we need to go. We need to do a Sutton Strack and go and become lawyers. I know, just so we can watch the Housewives with more. I know, what, Housewives are becoming true crime shows. We're 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 getting it's used to this true. thing. So we really I'm need to up our so, own. I'm so up for it. <laughs> Did you have any other thoughts about this? This bus scene, this incredible, incredible scene. I did love how the very last line of the episode was Heather saying, you guys, what if she's on the run? <laughs> Which she is, Heather, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like it happened so long ago, I've forgotten the details. I really need to refresh my memoir. Um, I can't remember if she goes home or what happens straight after her leaving the infamous She wouldn't go park. home, right? Why wouldn't you? I actually don't know. I sort of kept a bit of distance because I wanted to, like, see it on the show. So I I don't know anything, really. I've just forgotten. I've just forgotten. All right. So do you want to go back to the top of the episode? Yeah, let's go back. So basically the rest of the episode, which, again, I think was a good episode. Yeah. We've got cult leader McGee. She's FaceTiming the girls to invite them to an Italian feast. Mm. And she's doing an accent. And she's going to make them wear Italian streetwear. And I, I, I hate Mary. I mean, are we allowed to Google what Italian streetwear is? Don't Google. No, don't Google. Don't That's Google. why she, she sent them like a vision board saying like <laughs> dress like this. I know. You can't do that. You can't. That's just super controlling. Uh, it's. I would have just laughed at it and chucked my phone down. She's not someone well, yeah. you'd be friends with unless you were getting paid to like these chicks. Oh, honestly, and like, because Whitney doesn't answer her FaceTime call, which no. apparently is a huge issue. Like, oh. I kind of get you'd be annoyed if someone didn't return your call, but the way she carries on later, no, bizarre, no. because she really is acting like she's Jesus. She <laughs> really is. She is not used to people questioning her. She is not used to people not doing exactly what she wishes. Strong man, strong. She is fucked and yeah. she's not inviting Jenny. No. She doesn't like to be questioned. Doesn't like that Jenny questions and yelled at her. And it's just like... You yell all the time, bitch. Exactly. And it's like, you're not being a charitable person. Uh, if you're religious and you're the leader of a church, aren't you meant to be welcoming and nice? Yeah, <laughs> nice. see, this is, the, this is the problem that a lot of people have with like, you know, formed religions that a lot of people who are spiritual say that people ruin religion. So, Well, I thought the scene with Heather and her niece and her niece's oh. husband about breaking out of the Mormon religion, I thought that was fascinating. Exactly. Me too. I really enjoyed that scene. I did. And because they're like not the type of normal people you would see on like a housewife show. No. It seems like normal people. Normal real like, people like us, yeah. It, it, it was just so interesting. And when she explains, like, the, the four layers of what the Mormon afterlife. Yeah. I was like, fuck me. Like, Heather Gay is lower than Jeffrey Dormer. Like, what the hell? So she is beneath a murderer. Yeah. In the, and so, what? Well, okay. Like, I get that that's all freaky and I completely agree. But what religion has degrees of heaven? Like, I don't think I'd want to be a part of a religion that's like, we have degrees of heaven and you have to work your butt off. It's like, you know what? This is just like well, fucking high school all over again, mate. I am I not participating. They all, they all have that, though. There's like purgatory and like. Sorry, I just whacked my mic. Um, well, purgatory, you know, as far as Catholics are concerned, is not actually heaven. You're in limbo. It's Which like, is like it's, a layer of the it's, afterlife. It's though, like right? the waiting room, basically. Yeah, but you can't get in unless you're baptized or something, so you're screwed. I don't know, honestly. I don't know. A lot of rules, but I just I really enjoyed watching them like drink alcohol for the first time. Did I you was like, yes, get it. Have that wine tasting degustation menu. Did you see their facials when the waiter was telling them about the wine, the first instance that he mentioned it? No. They kind of all like looked a bit stunned for a sec. And then I was thinking, oh, I didn't realise, obviously, at that point that these were newly ex-Mormons. 
And I yeah. thought they were just like, uh-oh, our aunt's going to order booze. But then it was the fact that none of them had drank in front of each other, which was so yeah. cute and sweet. It's like, oh, don't be scared to be yourself. I know. I was, I, I was like super happy with them for like, I don't know, forging their own path. I'm and just, I yes. also thought it was really nice that that they had a Heather in yes. their lives because oh. I can imagine like Heather, I don't know if she had a Heather. No, I know? don't think she had a Heather. Well, she would have, I know, no. I think that's, she said her sister. Which her I, sister also broke free, right? Yeah, one of her sisters. So, but, yeah. Yes, because she was saying that she like didn't bring like her sister a wedding present. She wasn't sure if she brought like a passive-aggressive wedding present. Come and, like, on, you know if you di- if you bought someone a passive aggressive wedding gift or you didn't buy them one, like I c- absolutely remember the one friend's wedding yeah. that I did not take a gift to because I didn't take that gift on purpose. Yeah, I was confused by why she said she she wasn't sure if she did that or not, but I got the point she was making that she was yes. like fully in it. Yeah, and that she was like totes up herself at the time about her faith. What do you think of that um, that shot of her as a bridesmaid with the bolero jacket? I to be different. was staring at that face and staring ah. at that face and staring at that face and I did not see an ounce of our Heather. Oh, my God. You just remind me of Sheree and Nini when they're like, <laughs> fix your face, fix your body, fix your face, fix your body, fix your face. <laughs> like I, I didn't... staring at that face, staring at that face. <laughs> I just didn't recognise her. You know how people say no, I was that, just looking at the bolero jacket. I know. I, I tried to – I just did that a quick little once over on that and went, you know what, it was probs that early 90s boleros were in. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think it's super interesting and that's what I like about this this city. Yes. Is that we get all the different religions and, like, people living with religion and, yeah, it's a super interesting city. We're learning like, shit, man. It's like school we, uh, or Esquala. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good Lord. And so we also have <laughs> Meredith getting her second pedicure of the season. And I'm thinking, bitch, get another thing. You can't just be getting medic pedicures all the time. I know. I don't, I would look, I would feel really, because this might be because I'm a poor person, but I would feel really uncomfortable if someone came to my house to give me a mani-pedi. Like I already feel uncomfortable at the nail salon. Like, I have that whole, like, I don't think I'm better than anyone, I promise. I've got, you know what I mean? Like, I feel, I just feel uncomfortable uh-huh. being served anything because, you know, that never happens at home. So yeah. having someone come to my house to do that, I'd just be like, who do I fucking think I am? Yeah. I don't know if it's a thing that, yeah, you normally get house calls for, but she, she was. She, she was, was very comfy. She would do very well as a countess. Do you know what I mean? Oh, she thrives. She would she thrive. Thrives. Definitely. And I didn't really think that it, that scene was that interesting, but we just get the build-up of Meredith being disturbed by the Cameron revelations and the Mary stuff. So it's heading in a good direction, so I'm fine with it. But the words that she uses to explain her feelings on it, like I get that you're just like, oh, my God, what the <laughs> fuck? But she yeah. seems, well, as you said, disturbed. To her core, she's freaking out. It's like love. She's rattled. You're on a TV show with this bitch. You never met her before. You're not really fucking <laughs> friends. How about you calm down? It's not like it was your grandmother or, okay, maybe that's a bad analogy. We shouldn't Ooh. say grandmother. <laughs> too, too close to home. But it, it's not like it's your neighbour next door or your cousin's, you know, husband. It's not, you know what I mean? Like it, it's just fucking gossip. Calm down. I see your point. But I do think Mary killed Cameron, and I think she could easily kill Whitney and Meredith and whoever she wanted to kill. Uh, I, I wouldn't put it past me. That's why Meredith's scared. That's it. She seems scared. She's scared. I'd be bringing security around her. She's a nut, though. I know. Where's Jessica Fletcher when you need her? Seriously. So we we go to Mary's event. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I, I'm skipping over Jen's ski walking or Thank some shit. Thank you. I don't know what that was. Um, they just wa- <laughs> It's called walking on the snow with poles and snow slippers. Like oh, no, this thank isn't you. this isn't an activity. Okay, <laughs> I just it pissed me off. Actually, can we say one thing about it? Can we? Can we? Sure. Jen Shaw was trying to give a compliment to Stu by way of giving him a compliment, like, thank you, you work hard, I love you, blah, blah, she had to give herself 10 times more kudos by saying to Mm -hmm. him that I sacrificed my family time for you and your family and all of our employees and all of their families. How is that saying thank you to someone? 
<laughs> it's a it's a big stretch. Like fuck me, dead mate. I've heard of patting yourself on the back, but she's worse than Erica Jane with the self love. Yeah. Well, the the fall's coming, and I don't even think the fall will stop her from that self love. Probs not. All right, we can move well, on to cooking. Well, the only thing she's guilty of is being charmazing. <laughs> I already was astounded hearing that opening tagline, but seeing the little stumble, stumble, fall, fall, clink, clink that's coming, it's just <laughs> even more incredulous. Like I'm gobsmacked. <laughs> it truly is. So let's uh, move on. So we go to Mary's event. Uh-huh. Um, she's she's doing this thing with the Italian names on the aprons and stuff. Oh, yeah. Fuck off, Mary. Fuck off. I know. Well, she had asked everyone to provide her with their Italian name, and I understand that she had to ask them because it's not something that she could Google. So she, that's, I think, one of the reasons why she was annoyed at Whitney because she didn't know what Whitney's name in Italian was. Well, I think she just thought, oh, I'm Mary. I could be Maria. But she didn't think it how Whitney would translate or Meredith would translate. Mm-hmm. And even Heather... Heather said her, her Italian name was Erica, she which probs, I, I don't say. She probs Googled it. I believe Heather, so I didn't feel the need to Google it. Well, we all know it's rude to Google things. Exactly. So, yeah, I think you didn't. Oh, also, what is with Mary's wig? Is it wet? I just Does it need a comb through it? I don't know if I feel comfortable commenting on her weaves because I'm a oh, white yeah, lady. Oh, yeah, you've said that before. Yeah, sure. But from what I have gleaned, and please, someone out there who knows better, let me know. But my guess is, one, she doesn't know how to style them, so hair's not her thing. And two, I get the impression they're cheap. She looked awful. Yeah. Remember how last season her wigs wigs were awful, and then at reunion it was perfection. Oh, yeah. And she used the excuse that it was COVID and I had to do my own hair. Which is why when she was FaceTiming on the bus with Heather before they left, we didn't see Mary's face. I think I think she was wearing a what do they call it? She was she just like had a scarf on her head or a cap or something with her real hair without a weave on and she didn't want to show. That's what I think was happening. Okay. Yeah. Well, she can't She can't do hair, she no. can't do accents either because no. that accent work was the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah, well, just, I, it was borderline racist. It was. Yeah. She kept doing that thing where she, she couldn't find the words and was speaking the broken English. And I was like, that's, that's not an accent. No. That's just broken English. It's like that typical American education that they think that every Italian sounds like fucking Mario and Luigi. They don't, bitch. Yeah, I mean, she was really aggravating me. And then they do the, they do the cooking class, blah, blah, blah. But basically, the fun stuff happens when they're at the table and they talk about Lisa's event. Yeah. Um, about how she didn't invite Jen, she didn't invite Mary, but she did invite Whitney. And so I just really like how Whitney, she's so quick to call out Lisa's setup as I well, love being it. like, you planted a bug, you planted a bug. <laughs> Well, because it took her all of last season to realise that this woman was not her friend and she's (laughs) like, I am never letting that happen again. I'm loving this Whitney who's just standing up for herself, who's calling it like she sees them, who doesn't think that everyone wants to be her best friend and doesn't care. I'm loving this Whitney this season. I was too, but then when she was like, Mary, I love you, I love you, I love you, Mary, I was like, what? Why? Why? This bitch was angry at you because you didn't let her set you up with a slutty mafia girl outfit at an Italian restaurant on the national TV. That's what Mary was angry about. Mary was like, you should have taken your punishment. I know, which is just such a God complex thing. Sick and creepy. I saw as my dogs just ran out of the room. She just doesn't like being explained to, questioned, Googled, ignored. She doesn't like anyone treating her like she's not a God. And it's really gross. Well, it kind of lets me know that when I want my partner to just do things the way I like them, maybe I should just back the fuck off if that's how I look. (laughs) You know what I mean? When you're like, like when someone's cleaning something and you're just like, oh, you're not even fucking doing it properly. I'm like, okay, maybe I should just not be such a Mary. Oh, right. Okay. So you're identifying with Mary? No, I'm not identifying with Mary, but yeah, I am a bit of a control freak. Okay. Yeah, I get it. But what about how she's like, calling her little girl and, like, saying that it's meant to be a compliment. And it's like, no, if you're going to be a bitch, just be a bitch. Don't try and backpedal. Well, this is the thing. I would say that in Mary's church, if someone questioned her even slightly, she could just change course on her meaning and they would just have to take it. 
Ah, I see. Like, no, I I didn't mean it like that. So it depends, I would say, which face of Mary she was showing you. Does Mary want to pop off today or does Mary want to be, like, lovely today? Well, I I do think Mary is not a stable person because her texts to Whitney were (gasps) were bonkers. I didn't... Like, super mean. I didn't even write them. Normally I would, you know, tippity-type them out. But I was just, they did. And I'm like. And getting worse. See, if Bravo wants me to be able to read them verbatim, they should show me the actual text so that I can pause and then type. Or blow them up on a a big poster like Wendy or Seth. Exactly. And so to your point, why would Whitney say I love you the way that she did and two minutes prior she was telling us the vile fucking Candace Dillard-esque text messages that Mary sends her. I don't know. I really don't know. Fucking strange, man. And then Whitney says that she has donated to her church. <gasps> I know. I was like, money? I wouldn't be admitting that. I doubt in a million years Mary has never, ever once donated to her own church. Because she doesn't... Oh, God, no. She, she doesn't get the majority of her money from her church from what has been explained to us is her grandmother had a shit ton of businesses. So Mm -hmm. she inherited all that as well. So it's like, well, you could actually donate to your own church because you're a gajillionaire. Yeah, well, she's not going to. No. What? what, I I mean, I I was loving all this drama, but I was sort of upset that with Mary blowing up so much and at everybody, um, Mm. it did deflect from Lisa getting called out for planning the bug. But I did laugh when Lisa said, I feel like this group is not going to be happy with me until I choke on my pastor and die. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty right. much. It's just stop <laughs> lying, right. bitch. You're not good at it. <laughs> so funny. So Whitney walks off. Yes. And then she has a sidebar with, with Meredith, who's dressed like Catwoman. Yes. And Meredith asks <laughs> um, about Cameron, rest in peace. Yes. And so then, and then I think, because Whitney's like, well, fuck, Mary's coming for me. I'm going to start stealing some peace. So then, Yes. Whitney's saying how Mary's cousin told her to be careful and yeah. to never make Mary mad yeah, and Joelle. that they're afraid of her Yes, because they believe she holds the power of God. Like, it's crazy. And then she goes further and says they believe she is God. If that's your God, I don't know what, what you think God is. That's you know? fucking unhinged, man. That is so unhinged. So I, I see where the fear is coming from. Yeah. Because like, it's not just, you're not just going up against Mary, you're going up against the whole congregation and she'll send Jesus after you. Oh my God. Uh, honestly, I think Jesus has blocked her. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Sure. No, nah, I'd be blocking that and going too fucking hard basket, mate. <laughs> and then basically Heather's like, all right, Whitney, we're not going to get through to her. Let's yeah. eat and go. And yeah, I loved that. The end of that section and then we go to the bus. Do you have, any other th- Oh, Jenny, Jenny. Yes. She made yogurt. Do you want to talk about that for 20 minutes? Okay. I'm sorry. I watch this TV because I want to watch rich people get a mani-pedi at home <laughs> and tell the world and the four people listening, hashtag we love you, that I would feel too uncomfortable. I don't need to be watching people make the yogurt on the TV. You can buy yogurt, Jenny. My family are already poor people from the village. They made yogurt for hundreds of years. I don't need to be making the yogurt. <laughs> yes, I did do it at a from scratch cooking class, but I did it at the cooking class and I never did it again. Yeah. Oh, my God. I do not. Jenny, you need to be giving me something. Even giving me Dewey to yell at is fine. Something. I know, Jenny. And, like... We didn't need to see the scene. Like, if she's not invited, sure, we can just imagine her having a great day. (laughs) We don't need to watch her making yogurt. I would rather see her sitting at home. I think it was, again, Vanderpump Rules a million years ago when Kristen wasn't invited to something. The cameras were with her. She was upset she wasn't invited, actually. So the cameras were with her in her her apartment sitting on the couch leaning back with a huge bowl of spaghetti right under her chin and stuffing her face and looking totes depressed. That's what I want to say. She should have done that. She should have done that. We got yogurt. I know. Um, (laughs) That's the the one little thorn in this whole episode. Yes. I must say, just going back to the Whitney and Mary fight, I -hmm. really enjoyed having Mary, sorry, Whitney scream to Mary, Mary, I was driving carpool. I just loved hearing her say carpool over and over again. I loved it. I loved it. Like, I saw that it was the episode title, and when she said it the first time, I was like, oh, I don't know if it's 
worthy of an episode title. But when she said it again, I was like, that's hilarious. Me too. <laughs> I just, for some reason, hearing her say, I was driving carpool. I don't know why. Just, it was so funny. I loved it. And then, I don't know. I think because of the seriousness behind it. And it's just like such a I know. <laughs> silly, reasonable excuse. Exactly. I don't know. But it's like a big deal. And then we find out when she was, when Whitney was talking to Meredith, that she actually did call Mary back two hours later. But by that stage, Mary was already angry and didn't want to pick up the phone. Yeah, Mary's a psycho. Psychopath. She's a psychopath. It's like, can we count the ways? And, okay. Yeah. Obviously, this irks everyone about Mary. It's not just me. But the way, especially in confessionals, with the way that she answers, like she'll say a few words and then she'll have these little Tourette flicks. And, yeah, I know. And then it's like, okay, clearly I'm not finishing my sentence and I'm being a totes Mary, but it's really unnerving. It's so like, what's going on in your mind that you're not saying? Like what's the aggression that you're holding back from saying to the person about whoever you're trashing and bashing? I want to know. For me, I think she just thinks she's saying things out loud and she's not. I think she's communicating with us, but she she doesn't realise she hasn't actually verbalised. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's a really reasonable explanation. (laughs) Well, speaking of verbalised, shall we move on to Potomac? Yes. Where Candice is apparently the greatest speaker and orator in the whole world. Oh, does she do a word of the day calendar? I think I stole that from someone else that I listened to. I can't remember which pod because I listen to them all, quite frankly. But someone Probably. said that they think that she – actually, I think it was Danny Pellegrino. Of course it was. Such a legend. Um, he has said that he thinks she uses a word of the day calendar because she she does use an array of words, of adjectives, etc. I'm like, it's true because she's not, doesn't, if she was that bright, surely she would pick up on what everyone, including Andy, is telling her. She's just so dumb. And I loved when she was grandstanding about how good she is, saying Mm. that she's really good at shade and she's the best at shade. And Karen said, no one's better at it than me and Giselle. (laughs) I was like, yeah, Karen, you are the best. And I love that you were like, yeah, this is Giselle and I's thing. Like, it it's is. Not you, what would we do if Giselle and our Queen Karen were not on this show? We wouldn't watch. We wouldn't. We well, wouldn't. We, probably, we, we, we would. Okay, <laughs> we would, I but would, but we wouldn't, we wouldn't be loving it. Yeah. I mean, don't what? get me wrong, Wendy with the binder is great, but hello, I've already, we've already had that. Yeah, that's true. Mm. But back to Candace. Uh-huh. What the fuck is with her when she was like, I was going life on you and you were being ungrateful to Mia? Like, why should she be grateful? She called it joning. She said, I was joning, which was going light on you and you. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Me either. And that's cool. Learning. I refuse to Google anything that bitch says. Yeah. And you were ungrateful. And the way that she said it, I'm like, you planned to say that. Oh, totally. It's totally. just, and then Andy turns to her and says, the, how is that working for you, the way that you respond to people? And he had to, like, keep going in on her, which I was so grateful. I felt the last episode of Beverly Hills and this reunion episode, Andy's going in. I'm really enjoying it. He was grilling Giselle on her sense of taste and decor more than he ever grilled Erica. I know, <laughs> that's true. On that. I know. <laughs> it really bugs him. Well, it bugs us all, but I think we're just used to it and don't care anymore. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest breaking news on that is that Giselle says she has a stylist. On what the planet? Same one. The like same you're, one. you're paying someone for those clothes? Like you're you're paying someone to source that clothing for you? For shame. <laughs> for shame. And Andy's like, has that been a successful journey for you? Which yeah, I know. Very funny. <laughs> I know. Um, but like the thing with Candace as well, like, let's just talk about how much we hate Candace, then we can move on to some other queens. Okay, but yes. But Candace, she, when she said to Mia that she, Mia should be ashamed of herself for bringing her mother on the show and like Mia would be responsible, rich. I was like, that's really fucked. That's rich coming from fucking her. Yeah. Like you basically, uh, you basically that. told the world that your mother physically abused you when you were a child. Fuck off. Fuck okay, off. I shouldn't really say fuck off to that, but you know what I mean. Like it's just she's just yeah. a hypocrite beyond. Yeah. Then Andy even goes back in and says, "But you're the common denominator." And then I was very happy that finally Giselle, who gave Karen all that shit last season for being at Monique's side, 
Giselle turns around and says to Candace that if Mia clocked you, I wouldn't be on your side. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was very happy for that. And that's when Candace pissed me off, motherfucking Candace. I think um, even, what does Giselle call her? She's team too much. I love that. Miss team too much. Yeah. Fucking starts with the waterworks. Are you kidding me? Oh, I know. Are you fucking kidding me? With the poking, like she gets these napkins or tissues, folds them over so many times until they're a thick point. It's like a pen with a pointy end and it stabs her face with it. You are not crying. Fuck off. No one cares with your waterworks, mate. We're done. We're done with you. Give me a fucking pocketbook. I'll smack her with it. She was crying out of nowhere. I know. (laughs) Stop it. What did you think of Wendy? This episode, she didn't have that much going on, but Wendy was she's just sitting clap- at the right of Andy, and I was like, "Oh, is that an honor or is that the hot seat?" Well, it's generally both, right? Hmm. Good I'm point. Su- I mean, obviously they're going to go on about the Eddie stuff. Is mm-hmm. this the first time that Karen's not sitting directly next to Andy? Because don't we normally have Karen on one side, Giselle on the other, like right I next to Andy? I can't remember, but when I saw saw the format and and Wendy was sitting next to. Karen, mm. and Karen was on the other side, I was like, huh, mm, that doesn't yeah. feel right. Generally pride of place, but it also means, yeah, you're in the hot seat. So, Well, I've she's not been... in the hot seat yet, but what was with her when she just, like, told Mia to shut up out of nowhere? Like, she wasn't even involved. She just said to Mia, shut up. She like, involved herself in everyone's questions. There were barely any questions for her yet. Obviously, mm. we're saving that. I don't know. Do you really think this season deserves a four-part reunion? Come on. Oh, it's not four part, is it? It's fucking four parts. No. We did not have an explosive season for four fucking parts. This isn't Monique bashing the shit out of Candace. Well, the first big question was just talking about Mia's clip. Like, we I had a discussion on that. I don't think we've got much else to talk about. Candace, no one's going to be- like, you've got no credibility. Like, shut the fuck up. But yeah, Wendy just kept jumping in on everyone else and giving her two cents in, which I was kind of enjoying because I noticed yeah. that Wendy was getting the shits when people were giving bullshit answers, obviously mostly Giselle. But I enjoyed that. I was like, yeah, rattle them because they're giving a bullshit answer. Yeah, I was sort of happy with that, especially with all the Jamal talk. I wasn't really keen on the Jamal talk. I know. It, it doesn't feel like it was this season. But so you like, also hate Jamal to the point that you don't want to talk about him. Yeah. Like you hate that right. whole thing. You're like, I don't want to talk about Jamal. I remember that I last season. You're like, I don't, I don't want to talk, talk about, about Jamal. <laughs> you don't want to talk about the fine. fact that Jamal owes $800,000 in taxes and Karen seems to think that the IRS can go after her. So he hasn't paid taxes from 2008 because that was the last time they were married. That's a long time not to pay the taxes. Jamal is the Mary of Atlanta. It's true. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. The only preachers that have been on these shows that I can trust are the ones that was like Mia's preacher who counselled her through her anger issues. Not Mia, um, Monique. Monique, yeah. Yeah. That's the only preacher that came off good, looking good. I know. It's true. And honestly, Cal should be a preacher. He's fantastic. Oh, bring him out. If she hasn't got a, if Giselle can't get a man, just bring out Cal. That can't Cal go with her everywhere? Can't he get confessionals? I love Cal. I love Cal. Everyone um loves we Cal. should probably finish up. I mean, we've got the Nicki Minaj decoy video, the blurry video. And I have to apologize. I called it I thought it was Cardi B. Not that I called Nicki Minaj Cardi B. This was last week. I said something about Cardi B. I'm just too old to know any of their music. And so I just said the first name that popped into my head. I apologize. That's rude and dismissive. And I feel really bad. No, Nicki Minaj is the one whose cousin in (laughs) the Dominican Republic or wherever got the enlarged testicle once they got vaccinated. Ah, okay. Yeah, she's a barb. I'm a barb. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I don't really know what I'm talking about either. Yeah, me either. Let's just. We we just. Yeah, we sound really white right now. We need to stop. <laughs> so what? I liked when Glee covered Super Bass. Oh yes, <laughs> so, very yeah. much. Exactly. You I sound know. extra white right now. <laughs> <laughs> but why was the video so shit? Is that because they were pranking the ladies that they didn't know at the time that she was coming out? Yes, I okay. think it was just all right. an elaborate long con. Yeah. Um, and Escala comes out for a few minutes and doesn't really say anything. Why, good for her. why did Escala come out at that point looking fucking fabulous? That bitch does not uh, 
does not put a fashion foot wrong. No, she's 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 fashionable. Bitch, sir. Oh, so that reminded me of Marlo. And this season, Marlo's getting a peach. She got that peach, baby. Oh, fucking finally. She is going to work her ass off to keep it, and I can't fucking wait. I want to see who she's going to fight with, but Portia's not there to clap back at her, so I don't know what's going to happen. Looking forward to Atlanta. I'm pretty sure Marlo will find someone to fight with, right? I can't wait. I fucking can't wait. Love it. Yeah. Well, do you want to leave it there for the Potomac chat? Any other thoughts? Looking I forward to next week. Set, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to next next week. So what what happens? Wendy says that a tummy tuck didn't help Giselle keep her man. Yeah. Ooh, child. And it seems sort of more of the same with Mia and Candace fighting and all of that stuff. But it should it, it, it was a good first part. Mia tells Andy, and this is what I want to watch on repeat. Mia tells Andy that Candace's ass kicking is overdue. I want Candace to be shit scared and have to hire security for next season. That's what I want to see. She can't afford security. Oh, well, she'll just get white Chris on it. Her husband. Yeah, well, he's got every other that job. Poor, I feel, I'm starting to feel really sorry for him. I mean, I know he made his bed, he's got a line and all that shit, but man, like he tries to get through to her. It's just, it's exhausting to watch. Could you imagine doing it? And my final thought is just that the set looked gross. I mean, the goddess party. Yeah. thing was gross. It was a bit lame wasn't it? Fugly. Yeah, fuggles. Yeah. I just find that all the sets look really shit, except for Shards of Sunset every season, because it's always a massive table with a shit ton of food. Because <laughs> you know us wogs, we like to eat. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, shall we leave it there? We, sh- we shall, we shall. And hopefully next week we'll be in the person. We'll see. But yeah. you know what? We right. don't get paid for this shit, so we do what we want, peeps. I don't think anyone complains. We've oh. been getting some great reviews. Thank you for your reviews. Oh, my God, peeps. And Dave. Oh, so um, who was it? You said the name? No, I was just saying, <laughs> I was oh. just saying ladies and gentlemen, and then I was like, oh, what's the non-binary term? And I couldn't think of it, so oh, I apologize. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we've been getting some good feedback. Some people on Instagram have also been pretty nice as well. So, yeah, thank people you People are lovely, honestly. Yeah, people are lovely. I mean, even Linda Yoga Pants, who wasn't. Hashtag miss you, Linda Yoga Pants. Come back and troll <laughs> me anytime. <laughs> All right, let's say goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>